Sports Box fans, I'm your host Jude as always, and today I promised you guys a wild card weekend prediction, so here it is. Uh, we have six games this week, uh, usually we do have four, but you know what, the expanded playoffs with seven teams from each division making it. Now we have six games on wild cards Saturday and Sunday, and let's just get right into it, starting with a game that I sh don't think should be the starter for this whole great weekend, but we're going to call it anyway. The 13-3 Buffalo Bills host the 11-5 Indianapolis Colts on the first wildcard game of the year. Now, th this is an interesting, right? right? This, is, this is an interesting game. The Bills' offense is hot, right? This is an offense that has been very, very hot in recent weeks, and they're one of the, pass they're one of the top passing offenses in the league where they're third in passing this year. So this is a hot offense, right? Now, defensively for the Colts, I like I like the defense for the Colts. I think they're a very, very strong defense. And, you know, DeForest Buckner, Dar Darius Leonard, and a few of the secondary guys have made huge, huge um, uh, jumps this season. But here's my problem. Look, Indianapolis, while their defense is phenomenal, and Jonathan Taylor on offensively has ran the ball very, very well in the past few weeks and even just had a 200-rushing-yard game last week and, like, two touchdowns. It's going to come down to Phillip Rivers. And I say this in a lot of my predictions. It always is going to come down to how Phillip Rivers plays. And look, I don't think this offense is suitable enough to compete with the type of offense that Buffalo has, which is a, a big chunk offense. They get the big plays. Those big plays lead to many points. And it's going to be hard for Indianapolis to keep up with this Buffalo offense. Just in the past few weeks, Buffalo has shown how dominant they can be in the passing game. So I'm going to take Buffalo in this one. I'm going to kind of buy a big margin. They'll separate themselves throughout the game. Now, moving on, we have a good NFC West battle between the Seattle Seahawks and Los Angeles Rams. Now, look, I'm from L.A., so I, I like the Rams, but I don't like the Rams in this match. Okay, look, the, the Rams, ever since the loss of the Jets, have just looked inconsistent. And, and this is going for the whole season, but specifically the last few games after the Jets, they just n have not looked like the same Rams. And, I, I, and it's, it's the play of Jared Goff. I mean, it's as simple as that. They really just have not been able to get much. You know, it, since, since the Jets lost, they've been, uh, they finished the season one and two this season. They lost to Seattle the pr next week, and then they, you know, had a nice win versus Arizona. But my biggest thing is the consistency of the offense we have just not seen. So now you're playing a Seattle team where Russell Wilson, while he's not, he hasn't been great in the recent weeks, but he's a great quarterback in the playoffs nonetheless. And with DK Metcalf lining up, Tyler Lockett, two great receivers, it's going to be hard for me. And this is another Indianapolis situation. Look, the Rams defense could do whatever they want, right? They're a phenomenal defense. Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey are two of the best in just defensively, not even by position. But they can't win their football game. They can't win this football game for them. And that, that, that's my problem. And I just think the Rams don't have enough offensively to be able to keep up with Seattle in this game. So I'm going to take Seattle. They're also at home. Well, that doesn't matter too much. I'm just going to take them. They're at home. Moving on to our last game of Saturday's fun triple header. We have the Washington football team, a 7-9 team hosting an 11-5 team. I don't think I'd ever be saying that. But they're hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, look, the Washington football team is a great story. Right. I mean, Alex Smith, probably comeback player of the year, broke his leg a year, two years ago. No one ever thought he'd play football again. Ron Rivera fought cancer this whole year. You know, just an incredible story on all parts of this on this team. But football isn't about the stories. It's about winning. And th this is a game where, look, Washington last week, they had a chance to prove that they were the better team. While they did win. 
they didn't. I, they didn't really separate themselves from the competition from the NFC East. I'm going to be honest. Look, th- this team did not look good, especially against a very, very banged up Eagles team. It took them till the fourth quarter to really get any sort of momentum offensively, and I, th- th- that's a problem. I mean, you're playing the Buccaneers. Look, Antonio Brown. He's sort of getting into his old form. Uh, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. If he plays, this is a very, very explosive offense when they can be. And Tom Brady leading the leading the charge. I mean that he is the most experienced playoff quarterback we'll probably see this offseason. He knows. I mean he 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 knows how to manage games, and especially against a young Washington team. While they have potential for the future, this isn't the game where you you know see that potential truly come out. And uh, I'm just going to take Tampa in this one, and I'm going to take it by a large margin, especially just the fact that Washington's offense really. The, I don't see a lot of potential happening tomorrow. I mean on on Saturday, yeah. Moving on to our later games, which is Sunday, and starting out with the 1 a.m. game, I mean the 10 a.m. game, is the Ravens versus Titans. Now, this is probably the most intriguing matchup we get this wild card weekend. And you could say maybe Indianapolis, Buffalo, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. I think this is the most intriguing. Look, this is this is a this is this is this is a this is a rematch, you know, of last year's uh, well divisional round, but this time wild card round between the Ravens and the Titans. Now look, I, you guys know me. I'm a big, I'm a big Lamar Jackson guy. Look, I, I like Lamar Jackson. He, he's, he, he's one of my favorite, and he, he can, you know, he can, he can, you know, he can pass, he can run, he can practically do anything you need him to. And th- this is a game against the Titans where it's, it's a battle between also two running backs. I mean, J.K. Dobbins has shown up in the past few weeks, and we know what Derrick Henry is about. I mean, he ran for two thousand yards this season and seventeen touchdowns, so we know what he's about. So. The, the biggest thing that is going to have to come out of this game is how do you neutralize Derrick Henry? Because the Ravens last time didn't win because Lamar Jackson played bad. Well, he didn't have a great game. Derrick Henry ran all over this Ravens defense. Now, defensively, the Ravens have gotten better. They've added a few rookies and a few veterans have stepped up into their position this year. So they are going to have to neutralize Derrick Henry if they want any sort of chance of winning this game. Yes, you know, A.J. Brown, he's, he's great and all that, but Derrick Henry is their offense. It, plain and simple for the Titans. So you neutralize Derrick Henry, you're going to win this football game. And with Lamar Jackson looking hot in the past few weeks, I have a feeling this Ravens offense is going to get it rolling. They're going to be able to sort of contain Henry. Now, I'm not saying you can, like, cont- like stop Henry. You just have to contain him. Don't, don't allow him to have the huge rushes. You know, you can have a few rushes here and there. But I, I think at the end of the day, the Ravens offense – We're going to see a different Lamar than we've usually seen. I think Lamar is going to be scary, scary on Sunday. So I'm going to take the Ravens in this one on the road. Moving on to one of our later games, we have the Saints versus the Bears. Now, I know it won't happen, right? And I'm very confident it won't happen. But wouldn't it be funny if the Saints just pull a Saints? (laughs) Like if the Saints... They're 12 at 4, probably one of the best teams in the NFL. Most complete teams, if that. And they blow this game. I mean, that, that, that would probably be the most Saints thing I could think about. Truly. Truly. Now, it's not going to happen <laughs> for the main reason that Mitchell Trubisky is the quarterback they're going up against. Look, the Bears are an imposter. It's as simple as that. And we've known that. But we started to get away from that fact when we see them putting up 40 points, 30 points. Look who they've played. I mean, their last few games, they beat Houston, put up 36, put up 33 against the Vikings, and then put up 41 against the Jaguars. Wow, that offense is looking great. But they they completely fall apart against Green Bay, 
a decent team with a decent defense and only score 16 points. So this team truly shouldn't be in the playoffs because they're 8-8. Eight and eight. You know, they got lucky that Arizona lost, but th- this isn't a good team. The Saints are complete. Alvin Kamara is going to run over this team. Look, the Bears' defense can only do so much, and that's the case with the Rams, too. They Their defenses can only do so much. Well, it, it's a fact, you know, people say, oh, well, defenses win championships. Yeah, defense wins championships, but you have to have some sort of offense. Now, it's going to be interesting because David Montgomery, in recent weeks, he's looked good. He's had all his rushing touchdowns in the past five weeks. So... The Bear, you know, Bears offense has sort of gotten better, but you're playing against a tough, tough Saints team. And I just, it, it's hard for me to believe the Saints, I mean, the Bears go into the Superdome and upset the Saints. So I'm going to take the Saints in this one and kind of a blowout. And then to our last game, and I think this is personally going to be my favorite game to watch. And it's obviously the Sunday night game, a bitter rivalry between two AFC North teams, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. Now, both these teams are interesting, right? Both of these teams are very interesting. People started the season. They said this Steelers team is 7-0. Wow, they are truly great. And then they lose three straight. And, well, after obviously they're 11-0 and they lose three straight. And people are like, oh, well, maybe this Steelers team ain't that great. So people are sort of waking up to the fact that Steelers maybe aren't that great. Now, I think the biggest concern going into this game is what we saw from the Browns last week, right? This, this Browns team... Went up against the practice squad of the Steelers and came down to a two point conversion to decide the game. And Kevin Stefanski is not going to be there on Sunday calling the plays. So while there are lots of odds stacked up right now against the Browns, I like the Browns in this game. The Browns haven't been to the playoffs since 2002. Why is this? Why would this team come out like, oh, great, we made the playoffs? No, this team's going to come out because they want to win. And the Steelers' defense has showed flaws recently. And this is a Browns team that can run the ball. Okay, this is a good running football team. Look, we've seen Baker play good. I have a feeling he'll play good again. This Steelers offense is not that complex. Just fluster Big Ben. It's as simple as that. I'm going to take the Browns in this one. Very close game, though. Very, very close game. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jude. Signing off.